Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with everybody today and always. You know, because we're always on. On the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you B and we bring you S. Bets and sports. Because, you know, it's fun. Let's have fun here on the show. Coming to you live today from the Odyssey app. The BetQL app, simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. We're on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And for the people in the chats, tomorrow we'll ask you to make the case for your favorite football bet this coming weekend. We'll have a segment on the show for that coming up on a phenomenal football Friday for both our YouTube uh, viewers and our Twitch viewers tomorrow on Friday. You can also hear us on radio stations nationwide, including Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, and XM 205. Ken and I here, we're bringing you the wagertainment, and we're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com and do so on a T3. We got three words today, and they all start with the letter T. Tremendous football Thursday, December 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X in honor of, you know, what's going on in Vegas with the NBA in-season tournament. Lots of people in Vegas on on X. So, too, is Ken Barkley. He's on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this tremendous football Thursday, we will do you the honor and privilege of bringing you four phenomenal guests. Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast, giving us side and total bets for Week 14 in the NFL. Connor Allen from BetsBirds and 4 for 4, giving us prop bets for Week 14 in the NFL. Joey Kanish, baby, giving us, I don't know, a bunch of random bets from Kanish. Maybe we'll get some early college football playoff semifinal thoughts from Kanish, bowl game thoughts from Kanish, and we'll find out what Kanish thinks of his Lions um, in Chicago this weekend against the Bears. And we will get bets for the NBA in-season tournament. And as a reminder for everybody, the first game, the Bucks and the Pacers, tips off 2 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Eastern. So joining us at 4.40 p.m. Eastern time, right before the first game is going to start today, Lakers and Pelicans is the nightcap in the Western Conference. Mike Gallagher from Establish the Run, one of 
of the absolute best when it comes down to breaking down the NBA. So you want to get set to bet the two games tonight in the Eden Season Tournament. You want to bet some props coming up for the Pacers and the Bucks in a, a game with a total of 485. Mike Gallagher will join us at 4.40 p.m. Eastern Time to get you set to do just that. Plus... It's a Thursday, and you know what that means. P-squared, B-squared, NFL Awards is on the way as we come down the home stretch of the season. MVP, heating up in a big way. The Coach of the Year market, heating up in a big way. How about Defensive Rookie of the Year? Pretty interesting. I know Ken and I both bet into that market this week. Excited to discuss all things NFL Awards coming up throughout the program today. And in the final hour, the power hour of the show, we will bring you all our bets for tonight. Bets of Steel in the National Hockey League, where, yet again, I have a lot of bets in hockey. Absolutely love it. We'll find out if Tyler has any college basketball bets and if he can talk us into making any. I'm going to do my best not to after the Rutgers debacle last night. Uh, we'll bring you our bets for the NBA in-season tournament. So, of course, we'll give you our bets prior to tip-off of the Pacers-Bucks game and then the Lakers and the Pelicans coming up in the final hour, power hour of the show. And then it's side total and props as Week 14 in the NFL kicks off tonight in Pittsburgh. What's the opposite of a banger? with the Steelers and the Patriots uh, in Pittsburgh, where New England's taking a little bit of money, down to five and a half. Are we going to see this game close the total with the first digit at two? Certainly possible with the Steelers and the Patriots coming up tonight. I know Al Michaels absolutely can't wait, and Kirk Herbstreit also, for the Steelers and the Pats. We're locked and loaded here on a tremendous football Thursday and a tremendous NBA in-season tournament, NBA Cup tournament semifinal Thursday as well. Nine words that start with T. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good, and it's it's funny you talk about that uh, the NFL game tonight and and what a what a really bad game it might be. Just even judging from the betting market, I saw something really funny, and uh, I think we got this in our inboxes too. Uh, John Ewing does the the MGM stuff and sends along. The most bet touchdown, the most bet touchdown scorer for tonight, the most bet touchdown scorer is no touchdown. (laughs) That's the most bet touchdown scorer for tonight, which like, to be fair, like I'm sure there are some games where that's a very valuable bet. The price is probably very long sometimes. And and obviously we have games that have no touchdowns sometimes, but like, usually you don't like, what do people like bet? People like betting on fun things. Like overs, high scores, big performances. But by the way, the NBA was for you last night. If you like betting on those things, uh, we we kind of like hinted at that even when we had Matt Moore on a couple of days ago. I don't know if that's what tonight's going to be, but everyone seems to be sort of collecting around the idea that this is going to be like even worse than we could possibly imagine. It's just a really interesting setup. Usually, people that like to bet, even just for fun, like to bet on stuff because it's fun. And yet tonight everyone that likes to do that seems to have gravitated toward like playing the game in a way as if it's going to be absolutely dismal. That doesn't mean like it's going to be a fun game or it's going to go way over the total. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. Just that like the focus of the better on tonight's game has definitely shifted versus basically every other primetime game, even a game like bears commanders or something. I'm sure the most bet stuff was like fields, rushing yards, overs, or you know, Terry McLaurin or something like something that's fun. I mean, it's like, you want to root for that stuff. Like you want to watch games like that. It seems like everyone's rooting for misery tonight. That's like the sense that I get in terms of just the most bet things, how things are priced. Like people want miserable. That's what people are looking for. Happy holidays. We do a we do a segment literally called Feliz Naritav during the college football season, where it's basically like making fun of a lot of like the stupid betting content out there. Oh, we're gonna play on this because of this spot or like this trend or this nonsense or the sports books trying to trap you into doing this. So we're gonna go the other side and the double cross. And I I think it's a pretty fun segment and poking fun like a lot of like the ridiculousness out there. That being said. 
kind of makes that kind of makes me want to bet the over in the game tonight and, and bet a bunch of touchdown scorers I, tonight if that's what this is going to be. Well, it'll be dictated by price, right? Like, okay, if if no touchdown score is going to be this low, is there are there a couple players who maybe are are more likely to score a touchdown than their price? Like, that's the whole thing. It's it's never people think there's so much certainty in everything. Uh, there's it's just it's like literally probability. The Steelers and Patriots don't know who are scoring the touchdowns. You think you know who's scoring the touchdown? Uh, they don't know. They're literally the ones that are going to be scoring it. And they don't know. And uh, and we'll just kind of have to see what happens. But yeah, just it's it's funny how the markets have been shaped around the game. The fact that it's a primetime game makes it funnier. Because like if this game, I mean, we've had a bunch of games, maybe not this bad, but similar to this from a total standpoint, just on Sundays. And so what do people tend to do? They just avoid them. Who cares? I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet Chargers Patriots. I want to bet, you know, Cowboys Eagles on Sunday night. Or I want to bet, uh, you know, the really good 425 game, whatever particular week it is. Just the fact that it's standalone just I think is like set up just it's just a really it's really I honestly some people I think don't like to read like the trends and so like what everyone's betting on I think it I would never bet off of it but I do think it's really it I just think it's interesting I think it's interesting what people do what human behavior what do people gravitate toward what do they like to do I would never bet the opposite or bet on it but I, I'm I'm curious I actually like to know that stuff I laughed when I saw all the tweets today that no touchdown scores the fa- like that's actually pretty funny <laughs> that everybody collectively was just like you know, that's going to be tough sledding tonight. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of touchdowns. And to be fair, I think about the game. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the Patriots defense is really good. Mitch Trubisky is starting on a short week. It's like 25 degrees outside. Seems like scoring's going to be pretty tough. <laughs> Seems like that's going to be a really tough thing to Patriots just played a game last week where they didn't score. They played a home game where they didn't score. Like, and now a short week with Bailey Zappi again. I, I, I get it. It doesn't mean it's going to hit. It definitely doesn't mean bet the opposite. Just the way the markets have been shaped tonight, I think I think it's really fun. I love reading about that stuff. And and the Patriots' two best offensive players both not going to play tonight. Pop yeah. Douglas is out. Ramondre Stevenson's out. So like we'll we'll see like who can maybe step up for Bailey Slappy in this Patriots offense for for Bunny Mitch and the and the Steelers. Uh, I I I do have a DFS lineup for tonight that I can give out in the Power Hour. Yeah, the you final teased hour this yesterday. Show. You were really yeah. excited about putting something together. Did you get any, did well, you get any like, advice from anybody else, or is this just no, like a Nick special? Yeah. It's a Nick, but yeah, all, all my DFS lineups are Nick specials, which is like why, like, you never hear me talk about it because, like, I'll put like a like a ten dollar lineup in before the game started, then I lose, and I don't even think about it. I never talk about it. Like, why would I come talk special. about? Wow, like I, had the, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but but this past weekend, and this was fun yeah. about DFS, right? Is I won in like the four figures, which was really great, um, and I'm not. I am not like sh- a sharp DFS player at all, but like you have one win like that, it's great. It paid for everything I'm doing the season in DFS, plus and then some because I don't I don't play a lot of daily fantasy. So I did put a lineup together today, and uh, we'll 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 see how it goes tonight. I I do think that I will have a second lineup where I have Mac Jones as the captain in the lineup in case like Zappy oh, gets captain hurt. Captain Mac. Oh, oh yeah, man. This is Captain this is Mac. like an interesting. D- I like. I don't even want to say it's an interesting because I don't know enough about it to know this. Just that the people when I talk about DFS with people, that that is sometimes an angle that gets played. Like if you feel like a backup's going to come in at some point, then like play him as the captain so you get extra points. And if it happens, like you win because no one else is going to do it. Right. Because so nobody I'll gets have those a points. With Mac Jones. The idea being nobody gets those points except you. And not only do you get them, you get them what doubled? Is that what a captain is? It doubles. The, I don't. I don't DFS. even know. Okay. I don't even know. I don't play enough to know. Or, or he's just called the captain. But maybe all the other yes. players have to listen to what he says. You know, maybe that's yes. why, maybe that's how it works. I just am, rag, I am ha- the rag least sharp. bunch of players. <laughs> I am the least sharp DFS player, not trying to paint myself as a sharp one. Just like no, one this anything. past weekend. So now, so now, yeah. so now I'm going to like kind of fire in some lineups uh, for the rest of the season. So looking forward to talking to the Steelers and the Patriots, giving you our bets 
for that and the rest of the slate coming up tonight in the Power Hour. And look, we can I guess we can start with some of the bets from last night and could talk about Juan Soto as a Yankee, but we did that on the show yesterday. Very happy about that. Now, like, what's next? Let's get Yamamoto to the Bronx. Jordan Montgomery, maybe Dylan Cease. Let's make it happen, Brian Cashman. But I'll say, you know, yesterday was pretty down on, pretty down on myself, down on the bets. Hadn't been going great. Tell you what, needed it last night. Really, really strong betting night following a couple days of getting my ass kicked, including NFL Sunday. Really, like, the only thing that really pissed me off was Tyler's play on Rutgers. And you bet the second half of that game. They cut it to two and lost by, what, 20? God, yeah. what a sport. They did. they did do that. I wanted a camaraderie. I wanted to have a couple bucks on the second half. I like put my kids to bed and it was like a four point game. And then I finished by putting my kids to bed and it was a 21 point game. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, done with done with the college hoops for another week. All right, great. Next. What's what else is going on? And did you uh, did you end up watching any NBA last night? It's totally OK if the answer is no. Did you end up watching anything? Not not a ton, but like I know what happened in every game. Like I read it about was, everything. This morning. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I believe that I obviously think that I, I know that you will read up on it just so we, in case we talk about it on the show. Like. Like not not a good night in terms of if you just like like competitive games. So like you know Pacers Celtics a couple nights ago. Like oh my god, like what a game! We're all kind of captivated by Halliburton and all this stuff. But it is funny. Like you give NBA players like three days off, two days off leading into a game. Look, and we had Matt Moore on a couple days, and I didn't follow through with this, which is my bad. And uh, even though the bet like bets were fine, whatever. Even though I had him on, and I go Matt like a couple days off. Are we playing like star overs? Are we playing like, you know, like everybody to just come out to like kind of guns blazing a little bit here from an offensive scoring standpoint? And uh, and you look at what happened last night. Like you give these guys a few days. Off. Look at what you get when you give these guys a ton of rep. Like it it actually does speak not load management, but it speaks to the idea of like like playing in an NBA game in the modern NBA is a really like grueling, exhausting experience. And when you don't do it for a couple of days and then you come back and do it, like look at what you get. And be, so you know, the MVP conversation probably isn't going to get interesting anytime soon. It's going to take a while to see if anybody will challenge Jokic, who everyone, like you listen to some of the stuff out there, and it's literally like Zach Lowe does a podcast and someone tries to bring up MVP and he literally goes, the MVP plays in Denver. And it's like, next question. Like, oh, okay, that's where we are right now. Okay, whatever. But you look at well, some well, of like the other performances. Well, like 9 for 32 last night, right? Like 9 for right. 32 last night or whatever it was, yeah. How often do you see a stat line like that, by the way, from that guy? I, and I mean, even the quote, I think the quote it's after the, the game first is time like, in his career, Ken. I think it's the first time in his career he's yeah. ever that's ever happened. Shot twenty five so times or more and, and had the futility <laughs> that he had shooting the which basketball. Is just, you you look at I mean, you look at it, whatever app, whatever site you use to look at it, you look at it and you literally go, Well, I gotta go check another. Like there's no way he went nine for thirty two. Like he probably meant nine for twelve. That's like probably what they meant. And I don't know who else took the shots. So like, you know, he has a whatever game they lose to the Clippers, but like Embiid scores, and again, against the Wizards, but like Embiid scores, fit, and I, I watched the whole game. Again, when he has a couple days, he's just so good when he has a couple days off. It's really unbelievable. And when he hasn't played, you know, 90 games in a season, uh, he's just unbelievable. Embiid has 50 last night, makes every single jumper in, in the entire game, basically. They win. They, he has to play the whole time because the Wizards make the game competitive. Uh, Luca with like one of the most ridiculous halves of basketball. You now the Jazz started like a G League team. I mean, they really didn't play anybody. Like Oshai Abaji was like the best player that played for them last night. Like it was really Listen, don't, it was don't rough. insult my Italian Fontecchio right. who, had, who had seven points at the half and seven points when the game ended. Right. That jerk. 
because nobody played the second half. I mean, so Luca has a 25 point triple double at halftime is the first player in NBA history to do that. And only finishes with a 40 point triple double doesn't really get any more rebounds or assists because you know, they're up like 46 the entire time. So Embiid does that. Luca does that. And then even like some of the fringe star play Desmond Bain almost has a 50 point game against the like what Desmond Bain almost has a 50 point game against the Pistons. Shout out to the Grizzlies, by the way. Really appreciate that. Uh, you just go through Bancaro had 42. Like it just you look at all like the the top guys that Steph had to totally bail out the Warriors uh, against the Blazers late in that game. You just look at like the star players; they all killed it. It's like, man, give them a couple of days off. Like, what's tomorrow going to be? Everybody's off today for the semifinals. What's tomorrow going to be like? Maybe some of the same stuff. So the games weren't fun, but it was fun to see like the best players be the best players. Do you do you think? Uh, do you think we need to bet the Edmonton Oilers at some point to do something extreme this season? Like in the regular season. No, like to get into the play, like like if they get in, is this like a like a bill sort of thing for the way this is going? We can, we can talk about it. All right. On, on, on the other side, maybe a little bit of that, and we'll start P squared B squared NFL awards on a Thursday with Nick and Ken.